welcome back to the Bench Talk Podcast. I am Christian. I am all alone today to talk about the NFL. We're going to break down week 17 and we're going to look a bit ahead of week 18, but maybe do that later in the week. You know, COVID is interrupting the season so much. We want to make sure we're getting the most up-to-date info. So we're going to wait a bit later and then we can talk about week 18 because if we got some injuries to some major games, it completely changes our opinions and landscapes. Anybody who's talking about sports, they have to wait until the last minute to sort of put their official thoughts in because things change very quickly and we're going to see that, uh, unfortunately, we're going to continue to see that in sports. But hopefully not in the NFL. We didn't see it a whole lot. In week 17, but we did see some pretty good games, some upsets, some absolute thrilling games, some near upsets. Talking to you, Tom Brady. But um, let's get right into week 17. Break down what we saw. Let's start with the Titans and the Dolphins. Now, Dolphins are coming off of a seven-game win streak, looking to make it eight after starting the game, after starting the season, rather. 0-7, but they haven't really played anybody legit on this win streak. They played the Saints with Ian Book, they played the Jets twice, they played the Giants, they played the Panthers when they were sort of going a little bit of Cam, a little bit of PJ Walker, they beat the Texans, and then they beat the Ravens, which I'll give them that game. That was a good win. Um... You know, Lamar Jackson hasn't been very good. John Harbaugh, not very good. But um, I'll give them that. That's a good win against the Ravens. But besides that, they had, they had not beaten anybody legit. They finally played someone legit, the Titans. And they put three points on the board. That's a field goal, and that is it. Tua could not find the end zone at all. They have no run game. If you thought Duke Johnson Jr. was the answer... He hasn't been the answer in the league for five, six years, however long he's played in the league. Why would he be now, right? So they win. They uh they drop that game after a big win streak, and we sort of look at the Titans now and say, man, they clinched the South. They could be getting Derrick Henry back for the first game of the playoffs, assuming they get the bye. Henry sort of just started the uh, three week window. Where he can come back. So give him a couple weeks. He can be back on the field. Playing for the Titans. And even if he's not. Deontay Foreman has been very good. Mixing a little bit of Hilliard too. They've been running the ball pretty well. Now. If they get far into the playoffs. And say for whatever reason. Henry can't play. Then I don't think they're good enough to. You know. Conference finals. I don't know about that. But. If they get the bye, if they get Henry back, if they all get all healthy, Julio is back off the COVID list. We know A.J. Brown is back. He certainly announced himself last week against the Niners. Seemed like every play, oh, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown. Well, they get him back now. They're going to get Julio back for whatever that means. I mean, Julio's nowhere near the player he used to be, but they'll get him back. They get Henry back. Coming into the season, it was, man, this offense is stacked. Finally, they might get all three of those studs. I say studs, but what is Julio Jones? But they get them all on the field at the same time now. They can shine. 
as long as Tannehill can hold up, we know he's, you know, he's good enough to lead the team to the playoffs. Some games he's terrible, like they when they lost to the Texans. So we'll see what which uh, Tannehill we get in the playoffs. If they're completely healthy, I think they're legit. But that is if they're healthy, because that's been their issue the entire season. So let's move on to the next game. We have the Bills, who took care of business as they should have against the Atlanta Falcons. Nothing really to mention about the Falcons here. Look, Matt Ryan, maybe he gets another year. If Ridley comes back next year, they have Pitts, they have Patterson, they have a good offense. It's their defense that they need to improve on. They got some guys, Deion Jones is in there, uh, Aluakon's in there, Terrell's alright in, uh, in the secondary. But overall, they need to make some additions to the defense. I'm not really going to talk much about the Falcons, though. Let's talk about the Bills, who finally give... They're finally, 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 finally giving one running back a chance. It's not Maparata plus Devin Singletary plus uh, Zach Moss. It's just Singletary, 23 carries, 110 rushing yards, and two touchdowns. Look, Allen is being given an opportunity to take a breath. He doesn't have to throw every play and then scramble. He can hand the ball off, give Singletary a real chance, and it's been working. Is it going to work in the playoffs? We'll see. You know, game script, it all depends on, you know, game script, game conditions. If running the ball it's going to be their sort of go-to. It might work, but they got to keep up with teams. We certainly know they're capable of keeping up with teams. I think the Bills can go far. It just depends how far they can go because people in Buffalo are not celebrating a first-round win. It's Super Bowl or Conference Finals or bust for Buffalo. They're that good now. Can they make it to the Super Bowl? Can they win the Super Bowl? Bills fans, I I give your team a real chance. You keep on running the ball. You know you have Diggs. You know you have Allen. You know you got the safety valve in Beasley whenever he plays. So, I think you give the Bills a real chance if they can sort of get the whole offense working. Because we know their defense is good. Some flaws here and there. But overall, it's a pretty good defense. Just if you have the throwing game... If you have the running game all working, Allen feels comfortable. I'm pretty confident the Bills can go far this year. And with that win, they take the division lead and can lock up the division if they beat the Jets this week, which you know, you're you're probably gonna see the Bills play their top guys most of the game. If they pull ahead of the Jets enough, that's when you'll see the, the stud who is Mitch Trubisky. But I don't expect uh, them to struggle against the Jets. And I do expect Buffalo to take the division. Even though at one point in the season, it, I mean, they at one point in the season, they didn't have the division, right? New England had the division for a little bit. So we'll see if they can hold on to it. New England's certainly going to be going for it. Bills are going to be going for it. And like I said earlier, I think the Bills are are good enough to take the division. I think they're better than the Patriots. I think the Patriots, that one game where they throw, where they threw three passes, I think that those conditions that night, snowy, obviously very cold, really favored 
Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. And the Bills couldn't exactly solve it. When when the team's running and running and running, you cannot stop them every single play. Harris broke out on that big run. Stevenson got a lot of carries. Eventually broke down that Bills defense. Look, that game, honestly to me, means nothing. Unless you have that same same exact conditions with those two teams who run the te- who you know, New England runs the ball really well. Unless you have those same conditions. I don't see the Patriots being able to beat the Bills again. If they meet up in the playoffs, I'm, I'm taking the Bills. That's it. Raiders-Colts, next game. This was an upset, even though they have the same record. Because, I'm not, I'm not just saying the spread, because the spread was, uh, I believe, it closed at, at minus 6 for the Colts. I had them winning, but Carson Wentz coming off of the COVID list, started the game 1 for 9, just wasn't looking himself not that Carson Wentz is a stud. I'm not the biggest Carson Wentz guy. But I thought they would still be able to beat the Raiders. I'm not saying the Raiders are bad. Look, they have been without Waller. He might be coming back this week, finally. Just in time for the fantasy season to end. I didn't have him, but a lot of people were relying on Darren Waller. We know how many tight ends there are. No, they're, not, they're not that many in fantasy. You know, you have your select few. Uh, there might not even be 10 legit ones. So, for them to get for the Raiders to get uh, Waller back will be big for the last game of the season. And the Colts, I just, I was really hoping they would win this game. I might have had a bit of money on it, to say that. But both teams are nine and seven. Both teams are in situations in Week 18 where if they win their game, they are in the playoffs. It is as simple as that. That is. The fate you want. Control your own destiny. You win the football game, you're in the playoffs. Nothing more simple than that. You don't got to worry about, is this team going to win? This team lose? This team tie? Whatever the case may be. No, it's you win, you're in. Both teams are in that situation this upcoming week. So, let's see what they can do. It's up to you to get into the playoffs. Let's see if you can do it. Let's get to the Bucks and the Jets now. This was a close game for some reason. I don't know. Zach Wilson, is he finally the quarterback the Jets were looking for? Kind of look like it on Sunday. Kind of. But look, Tom Brady, is he the MVP? That's my question. Is Tom Brady the MVP? Because he leads the league in passing touchdowns and in passing yards. But everywhere I look, including the odds, Including, you just Google it, MVP favorite, everybody says Aaron Rodgers. Now he has a better record than Tom Brady, yes. He has a better touchdown to interception ratio, yes. But look, a lot of people don't like Aaron Rodgers because of, you know, political reasons. I'm not going to get into it, but political reasons. So that might affect how the voters look at this situation. Plus, it's Tom Brady. He, ever since leaving New England, has sort of become a more likable guy. Because it's not him and Belichick versus the world. It's, you know, this guy moved to a new team finally. Uh, took on a new challenge. He's a very popular player. So if he leads the league in touchdowns and in yards. And has a very similar, just not as good record as Aaron Rodgers. And considering Rodgers won it last year. I see Tom Brady honestly winning the award. Just because the voters are going to 
vote for him, whether he's more deserved or not, over Aaron Rodgers. This, as far as the actual football game, the Bucks jets game, look, I don't got a whole lot to say about it. The Jets, or nor the Bucks are affected by the result because it went exactly how it should go. I just think we got to look at Tom Brady for the MVP when a lot of people are saying Aaron Rodgers is the way to go. Also in that game, we saw Antonio Brown. Well, I haven't never seen this before in sports. The guy took off his shirt, started hyping up the other team's crowd, and then dropped a song after getting in the Uber and going home. And the situation has drawn a lot of questions. And I haven't seen... I've seen a few people, like, bash Antonio Brown. But most people are just saying, get this guy some help. The CTE is taking over. Like, this guy has serious mental health issues from football. Is it true? We don't know. We don't know uh, what Antonio Brown's brain is looking like. We just see a guy run off the field after getting into a altercation with Bruce Arians, apparently. And... For a guy like A.B., this is the last chance. There is no, there cannot be another chance. Kicked out of Pittsburgh. Kicked out of Oakland. Kicked out of New England. Tom Brady gave him a chance in Tampa. Kicked out. Kicked himself out, technically. If he hadn't done this, he was going to be a big part of their playoffs, playoff roster without Chris Godwin. It's going to be him, Gronk. And Evans, and then whenever Fournette comes back, which by the way, they need Fournette to come back because Ronald Jones is still not the guy. So, AB threw his career away, and that's a big blow to the Bucks. I honestly think without AB, without Godwin, maybe without Fournette, I don't think the Bucks are as good as uh, they're gonna, as they were last year, as people think they're gonna be. I see them getting bounced out honestly pretty quickly out of the playoffs. Rams-Ravens now. This is a close game. It probably should not have been. Unless you're a Tyler Huntley guy. Which a lot of people are. A lot of people are saying Tyler Huntley, Lamar Jackson. Who's better? I don't know. Look, Lamar Jackson has had a terrible season. He had a few good games. He had that really good Chiefs game. He had that really good Colts game. But besides that, he's not been very good. Trust me, I had him on fantasy. I know. Tyler Huntley has come in. And played, this is actually a really good job from the Ravens. They picked up a backup quarterback who played the exact same game as Lamar Jackson. Why, no team should have a backup quarterback who's a completely different player than the starter. Because it messes up your whole system. You put Huntley in, he can do a lot of things that Lamar does. He's not as good as Lamar, but he plays the exact same game. So, look, this isn't a, a Jackson versus Huntley debate. Jackson's going to get his money from Baltimore. I'm just saying that whether or not they had Jackson this game, they still beat the Ravens. They still beat the Rams, rather. And Huntley kept it real close. Or their defense kept it close. Because Matthew Stafford, look, he's... This guy throws a lot of picks. Throws a lot of touchdowns but throws a lot of picks. He's got to control that a little bit, or he's going to throw the playoffs right away for the Rams because 
they absolutely need him to be more steady. And he certainly has not been in the second half of the season here. And at the start of the year, I took the Rams to win the Super Bowl. That was my week one. Who's going to win it? I said the Rams. Well, look, that was my pick at the start of the year. Can I change it? If I can change it, I'm taking the Packers. But if I have to stick with that, then I'm not feeling good about it. Because the Rams, they're so, they're too inconsistent. And can Cup play like this in the playoffs? Is the guy going to average 120 pass, uh, receiving yards in the playoffs? If not, if they need to run Michelle and Henderson and Akers, who's coming back, a lot, maybe it's not a bad thing. But I just don't think they can keep up this passing game with Cup throughout the playoffs. I think they got to spread it around a little bit more. Odell Beckham finally gets a good quarterback, even though I sort of just bashed. Matthew Stafford, but look, better than Baker, better than Eli Manning. So, am I confident in the Rams going into the playoffs? No. I was at start of the year. I am not anymore. They are too inconsistent for my liking. Let's get to the Eagles and the Washington football team. I'm not going to break down every game. Uh, I selected a few here. Like, I'm not going to waste your time and talk about the Giants and the Bears. But let's get to the Eagles and Washington. It's not that much better of a game, but there is playoff implications in this game. The Eagles are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to make the playoffs. They don't even know who the quarterback is. Like, there was serious debate midseason. Should we start Gardner? He started a game because Jalen Hurts is hurt. And he played pretty well. And then after that, there was a discussion. Should we start Gardner Minshew? Wow, and this team's in the playoffs? But they haven't beat anybody. That's my problem. Just like with the Dolphins, when they were on their big win streak, they beat nobody. This is who the Eagles have beat this year. They're 9-7, and seven, somehow. Well, this is, this is how. They beat Washington. They beat the Jets. They beat the Saints when they were starting Marcus Simeon. Not Marcus Simeon, Trevor Simeon. They should have started Marcus Simeon, because Trevor Simeon was atrocious. They beat the Broncos. I don't think the Broncos are horrible, but I don't think they're any good. They beat the Lions. They beat the Panthers when, you know, this was mid-Sam Darnold meltdown. I remember when Sam Darnold was starting and throwing picks every other play. That's when the Eagles beat the Panthers. And then they also beat the Falcons. That was week one. The Falcons weren't legit then. They're not legit now. So the Eagles haven't beat anybody legit, in my opinion. Maybe the Broncos are legit. That's up to you. Uh, the Eagles in the playoffs, man, I can't do it. They're gonna get, they're gonna get crushed. Whoever they play, they're getting crushed. Simple as that. Washington, they put up 16 points. Look, they're gonna change their name. I believe February 2nd is the day that they're gonna announce the team, new team name. Uh, R.I.P. Washington football team, the worst name in football history. Uh, hopefully, it's, look, can we get can we get a good name? Just a simple name, nothing that is borderline controversial. Just a simple name. The Washington. I mean, it doesn't get him worse than the football team, so I'm sure they'll come up with something that people are gonna be like. Eh, not bad, not bad. 
I honestly don't mind the W logo though. Like, I know it's very basic, and I just said the Washington football team is a bad name, so the W logo can't be much better. But it's kind of—I don't mind it. But they're probably gonna get rid of it, which is fine because it's not like amazing. But just whatever. Uh, on the field, they suck. Uh, Taylor Henneke sucks. He's not a starter, is what I mean. He, I don't mean he sucks like he's uh, like like Drew Locke. I just think he should not be a starter in this league. Taylor Henneke was a, a good backup. He had a couple magical moments. Overall, though, not not the quarterback for the future. Now, who is it? I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's Ryan Fitzpatrick for a year or two. Maybe they draft somebody, but, but who are they going to draft? Are they going to take Matt Quarrel? I mean, I don't know. I There's a few teams that need quarterbacks, and... Washington's one. Defense obviously took a step down this year, but I still think they're good enough personnel-wise to pull together. The run game's all right. I don't mind Gibson. They need another receiver. Taken, though, Curtis Samuel was injured, so get him back. McLaurin's really good. I think Washington's got an all-right team, uh, but Heineke is certainly uh, not a starting-caliber quarterback. Let's get to the Bengals and Chiefs now. This... Oh, what a game, right? This is, this is, you sign up for games like this. If you were betting and you took the over, I don't care what the number was. I mean, it ended up being a 65-point game. 34-31. What's better than that? And what's better than Burrow to Chase? I mean, and why doesn't it, why, why wouldn't it work? One of the best Seasons in college football history, Burrow to Chase to the NFL. They didn't draft Penny Sewell when they could have. They drafted another receiver when they already had Boyd and Higgins. People ripped them. Well, if it's Jamar Chase, who put up 266 receiving yards and three touchdowns against the Chiefs, there was no problem with the pick. And now people in Cincinnati are saying, wait, we were just the worst team in the division last year. Now we might win the Super Bowl. Now I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. Because my philosophy is you have to go to the playoffs before you can win the Super Bowl. You cannot. And, okay, okay the Bucks, they sort of disproved that philosophy. But that was a completely different team. This Bengals team is not a completely different team as last year. I just think... Overall, they need to go to the playoffs. And then maybe next year they win the Super Bowl. But they are going to be an exciting team. If I were to cheer for any team in this year's playoffs, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to cheer for any team. I'm going to be completely unbiased. But I want to see the Bengals go far because this is a very exciting offense. Is Chase going to be offensive rookie of the year is the question. Because, I mean, he has to be, right? Look at the season he, he's just had. I understand Mac Jones. You know, everybody's raving about Mac Jones because he's had this incredible year. Rookie, everybody's saying, okay, they could be Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, or Trey Lance. Or Justin Fields. No, no one was saying Mac Jones' name uh, as far as going to be the best quarterback in this class. And he has come out and just proved that. So... Should he be Rookie of the Year? Should it be Jamar Chase? I'm taking Jamar Chase. I think he's just... 
you can make it. He was a pro bowler, actually, and, and Mac Jones wasn't. So let's put it like that. Whatever, I know the pro bowl means nothing, but getting selected for those teams at least means something. And should Kansas City be worried? A lot, of, a lot of questions about, you know, this is a hiccup, or is this uh, a hill that they have to climb? Did they fall down the hill? They got to climb back up it. No, nah, they were on a great streak before. They played a a hot team at home. I think I don't think KC's got an issue. I I actually have them going to the Super Bowl and not winning it. I think I think it's the Packers' year. But I don't think KC should be worried. Uh, great game overall, Bengals Chiefs. You ask for one of those every week. If you could have two of those every week, that's uh, quite the week you've had. And to move on to the 49ers and the Texans, I'm going to talk about this quickly. The Texans are not a complete embarrassment. I thought they were earlier in the year. They're not a complete embarrassment. They're they're all right. Davis Mills is all right. Um, but I want to talk about the Niners. They start trailing. That's because Jimmy Garoppolo's injury. Garoppolo, optimistic he will be back for this upcoming week. And they need him. I don't think Trey Lance is that good. I watched a video this morning. It was uh, Colin Kaepernick, like, highlights, right beside Trey Lance highlights. And now I know that why they drafted Trey Lance. They wanted Kaepernick 2.0. And that's what they got. Skill-wise, we'll see. Certainly not right now. But that's why they drafted Trey Lance, because they wanted another version of Colin Kaepernick. And playstyle-wise, they certainly got one. I'll see if he can live up to the hype, though. But if they get Jimmy back, I think they're in a much better position. And I'm not a huge Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, why did they draft Trey Lance guy. I understand it. But I think for this season, they need to keep Jimmy in. They need to keep Jimmy in. They got to throw the ball to Debo Samuel. They got to throw the ball to that bad man, George Kittle. They got to run the ball with Eli Mitchell and a little bit of Debo Samuel, even though his yards per carry have gone down a little bit. Look, 49ers are my underrated team going into this playoffs. I think they get in, they have a legit chance to make it far. Because this defense and this run game, it's no different than when they went to the Super Bowl a few years ago. It is no different. They still got Kittle. They still got a... Uh, hard-nosed running back in Eli Mitchell. They still got Jimmy G. Same coach. A little bit different staff, but still they've done a good job to replace Robert Sala. So, I think the Niners are a sneaky, really good team. And, look, not Super Bowl good. That's great. That's not good. If you're good, you're not winning the Super Bowl. You're great if you're winning the Super Bowl. I don't think they're that good, but I do think going into the playoffs, keep an eye on the San Francisco 49ers. Last game, I'm going to break down the Cardinals and the Cowboys. I don't really have too much to say about the Cardinals. They came in, underdogs, took care of business. That's all. This is without DeAndre Hopkins. This was without James Conner. I think we got to start asking questions about the Cowboys. The, like, the Cowboys. If this is a hiccup. Because they were, they were, I believe, six and a half point favorites. This is the hiccup. 
But so was that game on Thanksgiving against the Raiders. They should have won that game. Everybody was excited because they destroyed the Washington football team. I'm when when I say destroyed, I mean destroyed the Washington football team in Week 16. I just think the Cowboys they shown too many bumps. Look, Dak Prescott. Yo, one week he's amazing. One week he's iffy. He's never looked bad in my opinion this season. I can't remember a game where Dak has looked bad. But I can remember games, including this past week, where the box score looks fine and dandy. He got you your 30 fantasy points. You're hyped. Maybe he won you a championship. But I don't think the Cowboys, this Cowboys team is good enough. Everybody loves Diggs. I got nothing wrong with Diggs. He gets a lot of picks, but he also gives up a lot of big plays. So... I think, and Mike Parsons is a dog, don't get me wrong. Mike Parsons, defensive rookie of the year. Easy, throw it, give it to him. I think they already gave the award to him. I think it's just in his mailbox, and they said, you cannot open up your mailbox until the day before the Super Bowl, when they gave out the awards. I think he he's obviously defensive rookie of the year. And the Cowboys, I don't think they're good enough. So that's, recently I've ruled out, I've ruled out Tampa. I've ruled out Cincinnati, and I've ruled out the, the Rams. And now I'm ruling out the Cowboys. Going into the playoffs, I'm confident about the Packers, the Niners. You know, this team's really good defense is basically what I'm saying. If you have a really good defense, the, the Rams have a good defense too, but I just think their offense is turning the ball over too much. That's it. I just, uh, I'm worried about the Cowboys. They lose 25 to 22. Close game. Obviously, close game. It wasn't close start, though. The Cardinals, the first half, took that easy. Uh, I just think the Cowboys, I'm uh, not there yet. Before I go, I just want to let you guys sort of know what's going to be happening for this podcast going forward. I'm going to try to get some guys on, but mainly probably do it by myself. Hopefully, that changes, but we will see. We're going to break down a lot of football because there is a lot of football to break down. Over these last few weeks here. Playoffs coming up. I'm excited. Um, I mean, what's better than NFL playoffs? Honestly, honest question. What's better, NFL playoffs or NFL regular season? Where you have like six or seven games at one o'clock. And you're, you're checking your fantasy app. You're checking your bets. Saying, did this hit? Did this miss? And then you have four more games at four o'clock. And then you have a game tonight. And you have a game tomorrow night. You have a game Thursday. What's better? Regular season or playoffs? I don't know. Playoff football, along with playoff baseball, might be better than the regular season. Certainly, playoff baseball is better than the regular season. But playoff football or regular season football, I'm not sure it's better. They're both amazing. It's football. You can't go wrong, right? This has been another episode of the Bench Talk Podcast. My name is Christian. Thank you for listening to this episode.